1: Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 Plus Only must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.
0: Wow, what a day to begin the mock trade deadline. A report coming out today that Anthony Davis has, in fact, requested a trade from the 22 and 28 Pelicans. We will spend a lot of time on that. If you're new to this show, basically Dan Feldman, Danny LaRue, Kevin Pelton, and I split up all of the teams in the NBA and try to negotiate at the trade deadline our approach generally is to try to make it as realistic as possible to take on the personas of the teams as we know them. Obviously, our personal biases are going to come in there a, a little bit. So why don't we start here? We can just alternate as we go through, and you guys can introduce the teams that you're working on. Just give us like a little 15-second blurb. Uh Why don't we start with Kevin Pelton of ESPN, and then we'll... uh Go to Danny LaRue, Dan Feldman, and me. Give us 15 seconds on uh, what your various teams are trying to accomplish here. Do
2: you want to go through all of them, or do we want to alternate? Uh, let's alternate. Okay. Uh, the Detroit Pistons are looking to either, acqu- either acquire a star or just uh, bolster their wing depth for a playoff push.
3: The Denver Nuggets are looking to add depth, ideally players who can stay on the court in the playoffs.
4: The Boston Celtics are trying to convince the Pelicans not to trade Anthony Davis now and maybe get under the luxury tax to delay the start of the repeater clock, but only minimal urgency for that. And maybe even explore Terry Rozier trades.
0: The Atlanta Hawks are looking to trade their expiring or expiring-ish contracts. We are willing to take on bad money through 2020 if the price is right. So Kent Bazemore, Jeremy Lin, Dwayne Dedman, uh, and then Jordan Prince, DeAndre Bembry, they might be available for the right price. The Miami Heat are
2: looking to cut our luxury tax bill by trading Wayne Ellington and then also to get some value for Rodney Magruder now that he's falling out of the rotation.
3: The Milwaukee Bucks are looking to maximize the next two seasons when we know Giannis is under contract.
4: The Houston Rockets want to trade for Anthony Davis, reduce their luxury tax bill, and add wing depth.
0: The Bulls want to move Robin Lopez without taking back long-term salary, move Jabari Parker without taking back long-term salary, and I guess we'd be willing to take on long-term salary if the price is good enough.
2: The New Orleans Pelicans haven't read the internet today, so we're just like trying to add some wing depth for the playoff push. Come on, guys. Noah, we are, we're we're going to take calls on Anthony Davis, although we're not committed to moving him now, and we want to hear what Boston is willing to offer in the summer, and then would also like to trade Nikola Miritich.
3: The Toronto Raptors are looking to maximize their title odds for this season in an attempt to get Kawhi Leonard to
0: re-sign
4: the charlotte hornets absolutely want to make the playoffs and they absolutely want to make sure they don't pay the luxury tax next season
0: the cleveland cavaliers are are willing to listen on kevin love but we want great body back we want at least two first round picks uh it's definitely going to cost you to get kevin love we're looking to move J.R. smith we take back some 2020 money but we can't take back too much because of some tax concerns and then Basically, anyone else on our roster other than Colin Sexton, Larry Nance, and Jetty Oshman are going to be available for us uh, to anyone who wants them.
2: Uh, The Orlando Magic are realistic that we're probably not going to make the playoffs this year, but we still want to hold on to Nikola Vucevic, and uh, we're looking to add a young point guard.
3: The Los the LA Clippers are trying to make a push for this season without sacrificing 2019 flexibility and we'll listen on a lot of our pending free agents but you know we we think that we're going to be competitive so we're not looking to move those guys.
4: The Indiana Pacers want to remain competitive uh, but would be willing to trade away a rotation player if blown away.
0: The Knicks want Anthony Davis and we want him now. <laughs> Uh, We also want to open up cat space by moving Courtney Lee or Tim Hardaway Jr. without having to give anything up, which we think is totally realistic. Also might be willing to move on from Frank Nilakina for future draft assets. And our expiring contracts, Noah Vonley, Hazonia, Lance Thomas, Cantor, Moutier, all very available, but we can't take back any money past this year.
2: Uh, The Sacramento Kings would like to add a small forward with size to uh, match up with Kevin Durant for when we make the playoffs this year and failing that. We'll use our cap space to add draft picks.
0: But you already have the next Kevin Durant. Why don't you just match him up with Kevin Durant?
2: <laughs> we, you can never have enough next Kevin Durant. It's
3: a good point. The Utah Jazz are looking to add depth, ideally players who can who can contribute in the playoffs. And we're also trying to figure out what's going on with Derek Favors, who we're happy to keep. But if somebody really wants him, we can move him as well. He has a non-guarantee for next year.
4: The Philadelphia 76ers want to recoup depth, surrendered in the Jimmy Butler trade, particularly getting a big forward. And to do that, we're fully prepared to trade Markel Faults.
0: Bender, Bender, the Phoenix Suns, uh, would be willing to move Dragon Bender, but we don't want to take back any money for next year. We're going to be a big player in free agency. Ryan Anderson is available, and uh, we'll quietly listen on Josh Jackson if anyone is interested there.
2: I hear LaMarcus Aldridge is really interested. Uh, The Washington Wizards would like to cut our luxury tax bill without hampering our chances of making the playoffs this year.
3: The Portland Trailblazers would like to add quality depth and possibly clean up our books uh, because we might be a little bit less willing to pay the tax now. So we'll listen and and maybe try to make some moves, but we're not dedicated to it.
4: The Thunder would like to upgrade at wing uh, without getting our tax bill too out of control.
0: The Memphis Grizzlies, as I continue to go through the sellers here, those are my teams. We'll listen on Mike Conley and Marcus Hol, but you're going to have to bowl us over for those franchise icons. We'd like to move Chandler Parsons' contract. And we're realistic. We're probably not making the playoffs this year. So some of our expiring contracts, Garrett Temple, Jermichael Green, Justin Holliday, Shelvin Mack, Omri Caspi, all available to interested teams.
2: That's all the teams I have for the record.
3: I still have the reigning defending NBA champion Golden State Warriors who are basically waiting to see who's available on the buyout market. But we will also quietly ask the New Orleans Pelicans if they are interested in an Anthony Davis deal built around Draymond Green. Nope. (laughs) Well, fine then. (laughs)
4: The San Antonio Spurs will do nothing because we don't make in-season trades, uh, but we'd also maybe like to add a wing.
0: Minnesota, we're still in theory pushing for the playoffs, but that may not be entirely realistic. So uh, our vets are available for the right price, a Taj Gibson, Anthony Tolliver, Tyus Jones, a restricted free agent. We'd love to get off of Gorgie Jeng's salary, and we would listen on franchise icon Andrew Wiggins, but it, it would be very hard to part with him. He had 35 last night, though.
4: The Los Angeles Lakers will look to trade Contavius Caldwell Pope to appease his agent because we obviously have an abundance of 3 and D wing types. Uh, we also want to trade for Anthony Davis, trade for any other stars that might be available, uh, and add shooting.
3: I can't remember if I did the Nets earlier, but the Brooklyn Nets would like to improve their playoff odds without sacrificing significant assets or giving up our 2019 cap space.
0: The Dallas Mavericks would like to see what's out there for Dennis Smith Jr., who is an unbelievable teammate, by the way. If I, I don't know if you've heard that. Our coach loves him. Harrison Barnes and Wes Matthews are, are available. We'd prefer not to take on 2020 money, though. And our expiring contracts, DeAndre Jordan, Dwight Powell, devin harris solid measury, all available we're looking for draft assets or very cheap young players though because we don't want to take on money past this season all right is that it it's all of mine all right well we're gonna start obviously with ad here in just a moment right after this oh man all right here we are you're uh Running this, Pels, you just got this trade request today. Uh, Could you just give us an idea in general of of what types uh, of things that you might be looking for Dell dumps, uh, just to kind of give all of these interested suitors an idea? Yeah, I mean, I I
2: think that you know it depends on the particular team and what assets they have to offer. But in general, we are not looking to tear down and dramatically rebuild. We would like to remain competitive. We feel that's important here in this market to stay relevant. uh, you know, in in New Orleans. Uh, so we would like player, young players who can help us now but are under team control for a period of time, whether that's as restricted free agents or an extension possibility or rookie contracts or even, you know, on a veteran extension for a number of years here, and then also to get some draft picks to uh, replenish our depth.
0: Well, I can start off here as the New York Knicks. We'd be willing to offer you a package built around Chris Stapps Porzingis and... The various other awesome players that we have, you might be interested in Emmanuel Mudiay, who uh, we think has played well this year. Frank Nilakina, Kevin Knox, we are would like to hold on to. Uh, also, if you have any, and his cancer is available for salary purposes, and uh, obviously Courtney Lee, Tim Hardaway Jr. Uh, would you know really be uh, a part of any such package as well.
2: Okay, uh, well, here's what we're thinking, next. We would be interested in doing, and and we can do this right now and not have to worry about the Celtics situation. If you're willing to do Kristaps Porzingis, Tim Hardaway Jr., your 2019 first round pick, your 2025 first round pick, and Mitchell Robinson. Oof. So this creates over $40 million in cap space for you next summer. You don't have to give up anything to get off of Tim Hardaway's contract. You can have Anthony Davis and use him to go out and pitch either Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Kemba Walker, whoever that max free agent is you're interested in. You can have that player in Anthony Davis for the 2019-20 season if you make the steal now.
0: Well, we got a to top one protect our, uh, 2019 first rounder, uh, if we're gonna, if we're gonna move that. Uh, I think that's, that's number one to be sure. Uh, the 2025 second rounder or first rounder, you know, again, we'd have to have some kind of protection on that, probably lottery protection on that uh the hardaway thing that that is useful to be able to move on uh, from him uh open up some space but man i mean that probably top five pick and kristaps porzingis uh, that's a lot to give up uh, i'll tell you what uh, celtics or i'm sorry well <laughs> that was a pretty answer. uh <laughs> pelicans i'm not saying that we're not going to do that but i don't believe we have to go that high yet i i don't think these other because we know that AD is interested, per Chris Haynes' reporting, of potentially being in New York, teaming up with Kyrie Irving or Kevin Durant. You know, New York and LA seem like the preferred destinations. Boston, the report was that that's less desirable because there's a, a thought that Kyrie Irving may not resign there. Boston can't trade for him now anyway. Uh, so. Why don't you see what else is out there first? I mean, I think you know, just by putting in Porzingis, we're basically beating the Lakers' offer already. So if they're the only other serious suitor, we're not willing to go to the type of levels that you're talking about. So tell us what else is out there. If you think that, like, you know, there's something that beats uh, our offer of uh, Porzingis and Hardaway, Moodyer, but you know, we'll give you some choice there. But Mitchell Robinson, the 2019 first rounder the 2025 first-rounder, we're not there yet. Uh, so you're going to have to find another deal that you think is better uh, than what we're offering already, and then maybe we'd throw some more in. But I, I don't think that's necessary as of this point.
2: So that you know, I don't know that we value Chris Stapps as highly as you do. I mean, he's coming off a torn ACL. He's going to get maxed out this summer as opposed to, you know, some of the players we could get who are still on their cost-controlled rookie contracts. We certainly think he's an important part of this trade, but, you know, we think that the your 2019 first round pick is the most important part of the trade and the one that would actually put you over the top relative to other offers.
0: All right. Well, let's find out what those other offers are.
2: 76ers here. We are interested in
4: Anthony Davis, and we are willing to trade you Joel Embiid and Markel Fultz and Wilson Chandler's expiring contract to make it work for Anthony Davis and Drew Holiday. <laughs> <laughs> the return You you will not get a player like Joel Embiid's value from anybody else uh, with his ability, with his age, with his cost control. And we are willing to do that contingent on rich paul who has a client in ben simmons uh just confirming that anthony davis would resign and they could have this this great empire in philadelphia in addition to los angeles
0: well uh, rich paul here uh, you know we've strategically leaked it to the media our guy chris haynes of where we want to go i'm not sure that i want the pressure of having to replace fan favorite joel Embiid in philadelphia by any means here um and uh you know i kind of like having my my clients in different areas as well so they're not all on the same team they can really benefit by being like the main star in each area and uh this is uh, is this elton brand making this call because you might want to check with your owner uh josh harris about whether he's willing to move and beat a beats real tight with ownership here
4: yeah when when you dangle anthony davis and drew holiday things change a little bit Uh, when when you can get a star of anthony davis's caliber uh, you go for it And also, uh, you want your stars in different markets, Uh, so I guess Anthony Davis definitely isn't going to the Lakers.
2: (laughs) Well,
3: and Rich, if you're interested in having your stars in different markets, both the Denver Nuggets and Toronto Raptors can put together offers. I'll go through them briefly. The Nuggets, unless... New Orleans is really interested in Paul Millsap, who is functionally an expiring contract and a good player. You can absolutely we can do something involving him. The other way would be using Gary Harris, young player on a team friendly contract, Wancho Hernan Gomez and Malik Beasley. That's kind of the foundation that we're thinking of. And the Toronto Raptors are interested in a deal built around Pascal Siakam or OG and Anobi as the low salary piece, and then Valanchunas or Ibaka as the high salary piece.
2: All right. These aren't really grabbing me here. And and I got to say, as fascinating as this offer is Sixers, if I can't make the playoffs right now with Anthony Davis and Drew Holiday, how am I going to make the playoffs with just Joel Embiid and a huge an even bigger hole on the wing? I I'm not sure that's really compelling enough, although it's a fascinating trade offer. Uh, wh- what about the Lakers? Wh- what do you have to offer, Lakers? Well, Lakers here, um, you know, we have a lot
4: of young players. They're, they're young. Uh, they're, they're players. <laughs> they they're, they're on the Lakers. Um, you know, we're willing to offer Brandon Ingram, who we would guess you would be very high on as uh, points per game number is pretty good for a young player he's young he's a player let's keep this, that in mind this is new management in new orleans let's <laughs> oh no <laughs> <laughs> we're
2: not um, as enamored points per
4: game <laughs> no but let's let's talk about this. let's uh let's make this happen now we want anthony davis for the stretch run now we're willing to to give you whichever of our young players you want between you know brandon ingram uh kyle kuzma uh lonzo ball Uh, We'll we'll throw in Contavious Caldwell Pope for the salary matching. I'm guessing Rich Paul could get him to go along with
2: that. Um, You know, you, you tell us what you want, and we'll make it happen. Well, unless we can find a third party who's interested, we don't probably value Brandon Ingram as highly as you do, uh, especially given the fact that he's going to be up for an extension next summer. We fear that he's going to be expensive and then quickly become immovable along the lines of Andrew Wiggins. That's that's our fear with Ingram. So we're really focused on the other three young players, Ball, Kuzma and Hart. Uh, But we'd probably want some draft picks on top of that as well. Well, if. Really hoping you would like Brandon Ingram. I think Brandon Ingram is the <laughs> player that everybody hopes somebody else likes.
4: Um, you know, we'd be willing to put in a. Well, we need. Hmm, we'd be willing to put in a protected first rounder. Uh, Josh Hart is kind of tough for us because we think he's a really good fit for us and a better fit for us than he is for you. So rather than include him, we think there'd be better ways. Whether it's draft picks or we were hoping Brandon Ingram, uh, other ways to give you value than Hart, uh, just because it seems like he'd provide more value for us than you. But we're not opposed
2: to moving him if you love him. So you're willing to do ball, Ingram, and Kuzma? Yes. Okay, that's intriguing. I think it's time, probably, that we talk to... Rockets uh, Rocketeer. Uh, sorry, I, I know you're going to offer me a lot of draft picks. I, Clint Capella, Eric
4: Gordon, you can spite Eric Gordon by bringing him back to New Orleans. <laughs> and All the draft picks you
2: want. Uh, uh, So four first round picks and then swap rights the other three years? Four first round picks. No swap rights? No swap rights. Minimal protections. I mean, I'm not having to swallow as much bad salary as Minnesota would have in your Jimmy Butler offers. So I'll give you credit for that. But look, this is not about draft picks. And again, Clint Capella is a good player. But if I can't make the playoffs with Anthony Davis, I'm not making the playoffs with Clint Capella in place of Anthony Davis. So... Again, I just don't think this is going anywhere. Uh, I, I think it's time. I think we need to talk to the Celtics about what they might be willing to offer this summer.
4: Celtics here. We want you to wait to trade Anthony Davis. Yeah, I'm sure you do. You you know how much we value him. We value him. This is the truth. We value him more than anybody on our roster besides Kyrie Irving. And so keep that in mind. You know, he we value him more than Jason Tatum we want you to believe for sure that we would trade Jason Tatum for Anthony Davis. Maybe we will, maybe we won't off the record, but we want you to believe we will, uh, you know, he would be in play. We value Anthony Davis more than Jason Tatum. Uh, that is the honest truth. Um, we, we can't promise anything. It's a long way off next summer, but we do value Anthony Davis more than Jason Tatum and would, would base deals based on that.
0: Nick's, well, how much Nick's, more? Nick's here real quick. Uh, well, you know, from Haynes reporting, he's got a little bird in his ear and, um, I don't know if you want to wait on the Celtics offer because Kyrie they can't trade him now obviously because of the Kyrie Irving issue where you can't trade for two designated players but if Kyrie Irving opts out and leaves are the Celtics even going to be in this at that point in time they'll be in more of a building mode AD's not going to want to stay there probably if Irving is gone so yeah they can talk about that but they don't they're Can't be sure that Irving is gonna stay. And if he leaves, now that offer isn't there, and you're gonna get much less value from us. You know, we won't be able to trade you Porzingis uh in the offseason because he'll be a restricted free agent. Okay, let's see where KP is gonna go now to respond to this incredibly compelling argument by the Knicks right after this from Quip. So the mock trade deadline involves uh, exchanging a lot of assets. But I would never want to exchange my Quip toothbrush for something else. Quip is a better electric toothbrush. First of all, if you've never used an electric toothbrush before, it's really just so much better than a regular toothbrush. Gets your teeth a lot cleaner. I find that it stimulates my gums a, a lot more to really get stuff out uh, along the gum line. My sister used to call it sweater teeth when we would not brush our teeth or not do a good job brushing our teeth. And you just have that plaque that you could feel with your tongue on your teeth and Once you get a Quip toothbrush, you're not going to have that anymore. And compared to other electric toothbrushes, number one, Quip is not too abrasive. It's got this two-minute timer that pulses every 30 seconds to let you know when you should switch quadrants of your mouth. And it's got this cover that you can take, put it over the top, take it with you. It doesn't take up any more room in your dop kit than a normal toothbrush does. Or you can mount it on a mirror. If you're one of our listeners who lives in an urban area, you got one of those old apartment sinks that doesn't have any storage area next to it. You can actually just mount it right in the mirror. And it's got no need to charge it the way most electric toothbrushes are. It's much smaller than most electric toothbrushes. So just use the AAA battery that you replace once every three months. So they've now sold over a million Quip toothbrushes. And part of why is they started just $25. So if you go to getquip.com slash cap space right now, you can get your first refill pack for free. That's your first reveal pack for free at GetQuip, G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash Capspace. Capspace, obviously, as you remember, we'll be talking about it plenty on this episode. So let him know with that slash Capspace URL, GetQuip.com slash Capspace that you came from us. And now let's see if KP is swayed by the argument that he should not wait until the summer to trade Anthony Davis and instead take the Knicks offer.
2: Yeah, I think all the more urgency for you to add your 2019 first round pick and make sure he's part of this trade so you can get it done now, right? Possibly. Possibly. I mean, as I think about my negotiations with the Celtics here, we're going to agree to anything if we do it before the draft, even though we don't make it official until after the moratorium. And so I think that's plenty of time for Kyrie to see that Anthony Davis is now a Celtic. And is he leaving Anthony Davis to go play in New York with whatever it is you guys would have? Kristaps Porzingis and, you know, maybe the number
0: five pick? Eh, you never know. There's been, there's a lot of noise there. It's just, it's a big risk to wait. This, what, whatever our offer ends up it's a, being, it's a it's big something. risk
2: for you guys to wait
0: too. Well, that is, that is the case. Uh. Masai Ujiri here. We just
3: want to mention that a lot of teams, including us, would be far more interested in Anthony Davis now because we get two playoffs out of him. And if you wait, then your value will probably drop there. And Boston, part of what they're trying to do is they're trying to make so sure I, that you so don't I, trade him at all.
2: This this isn't your conversation, man. Stay, <laughs> stay out of this <laughs> Well, all right. What's the best offer you can make me right now? You've heard what I have on the table from other teams. I can get three of the Lakers young players and draft picks.
0: so. so, so, So what exactly is that Lakers offer again? Can we repeat that? Contavius
2: so, Caldwell Pope, Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Kyle Kuzma, and then, I mean, you guys were talking about a protected pick, but come on, you're the Lakers, you're going to have Anthony Davis, what what need do you have of protecting the pick, and you're going to be a good team?
4: Well, there's just the injury risk, I mean, uh, you know, we 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 have a we all have a good idea of where that pick's going to land, but if we're giving you three of those players, that pick needs to be decently protected. It, you know, if you want us to take out one of those young players, we would be open to uh, reducing the protections on the pick, but at, at that point, it's an either-or okay well
2: and we're talking a 2019 pick
0: yeah yeah that's okay. probably the one you would want anyway
2: right? lottery protected yeah uh, that's the most desirable so you'd lottery protect that and then it rolls over to 2020
4: uh l- well let's do yeah two years of lottery protection uh and then or yeah two years of lottery protection then becomes two second rounders
2: all right if you guys don't make the playoffs in 2020 then something has gone horribly wrong so that's 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 fine okay all right, New York, you've heard that offer. What what can you do to beat it?
0: Well, we can put in our 2019 first-round pick, top 1 protected. Our ownership okay. just won't won't let us potentially trade the number one overall pick at this point in time and no matter where we finish there's only a 14 percent chance that it was going to be the number one pick anyway so that's you're not giving up that much there you know it's not like before when if you finish with the worst record it was 25 percent um
2: okay this is disappointing what what happens to the pick if it does if you do get the number one pick this year what do we get instead
0: well i realize that would be a pretty big bummer because the expectation is what will be good so we would instead trade you 2020 and 2022 first round picks can we pull, uh, so get, can, to give you two and those will be unprotected then also top one protected okay and then what happens if they're top one again
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right we'll, we'll worry about that uh, you know we can get down to those details
0: yeah yeah I, I think that's that's not gonna be too scintillating for our listeners to to, <laughs> to hash the hash out that uh that crazy scenario um So we're willing to build the deal uh, around there also. I mean, Hardaway is someone who actually you guys are going to need some shot creation with AD gone uh so i I think i realize he's not the greatest salary but he does help in some degree so he would need to be in there so we're talking porzingis top one protected 2019 first round pick i mean that's that's a pretty damn good offer in and of itself i mean that's so much better than the lakers offer so i think you should be willing to take back Hardaway and lee to me to make the to make the math work if we're going to offer you that i mean your your porzingis isn't even going to play this year you know, your first round draft pick, I mean, you're going to be going into a rebuilding process clearly. So it's not like that's going to get, and Lee and Hardaway actually can play a little bit. They might help you be somewhat competitive next year. Uh, So th- that would, that would be the demand. If you want that first rounder. then uh, Hardaway and Lee both have to be in the deal. Those, those guys make a combined 30 million for next year, about that much this year.
2: And then uh, you, guys taking, the you guys are taking, you guys are going to take back Wesley Johnson.
0: Uh, I, if, I that, if that's yeah, he's an expiring contract. If that's yeah, we needed, just need, to,
2: need to make the salaries to work. make
0: the math work. Um, you know, we'd also be willing if there if you have any interest in Emmanuel Moutier with our cap space aspirations next year, his cap that's not really worth much. So if if you want to take him back, uh, you know, we could do that as well.
2: So Mitchell Robinson is not now?
0: uh yeah he is a no i think with ad he wants to play next to a center uh you know we might close games at center but you know we got to keep ad happy or, or with ad at center but we got to keep him happy at least in the starting lineup so uh, and robinson has a, a, a lot of potential so I, th- I think we need to hold on to him and, and i i still think you know given the quality of the offers that i've heard uh which are pretty darn underwhelming um I'm surprised you're not interested more in some of them, uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think we easily have the best offer here. I don't see any great reason to uh, throw even more in it, and you know, no, no, the 2025 first rounder. I don't think we're going to do that either at this point in time, unless you can come with a better offer. I, I, am I? Is that fair to say that we we already are better than that Lakers offer?
2: Yeah, I do slightly prefer this to the Lakers offer. Um, could we could we get Lou Cornett?
0: The unicornette, yeah, I mean, the unicorn and the unicornette have got to stay together. So, yeah. all right, there we go. Yeah, we'll we'll, th- <laughs> we'll throw you a bone there.
2: That's a win for us. Uh Celtics, we're we're feeling pretty close to a deal here. Uh is there anything you can tell us that's gonna convince us not to make a trade now? I mean, just that we we love Anthony Davis and, and value him this a lot. Is, this
4: is not this is not selling. I me. mean I mean, we're willing to put in Jason Tatum. Uh in separate offers, we're willing to put in Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, uh Al Horfer, combinations of multiple first round picks. I mean, we have all these assets. We've been saving them for Anthony Davis. We have not gone and gotten other stars. So then why
2: aren't you committing to putting all of them? I mean, not all of them, obviously, in terms of the players. But why aren't you committing to Jason Tatum plus these picks? We would do Tatum plus
4: a pick. Here's the problem. We're trying to be honest with you, which is... I don't know how Jason Tatum is going to play the rest of the season. I don't know how he's going to play in the playoffs. I don't know if Anthony Davis is going to be healthy. I don't know what Anthony Davis is going to be feeling about re-signing with Boston after the season. But if everything is – we are willing to trade for him without a commitment that he'll re-sign. Uh, if and if uh, you know he stays on the same track, if he stays healthy, if Jason Tatum uh, does not – break out into far beyond what he is right now we are willing to do tatum and a pick uh we we'll be we'd be willing to base it on jalen brown with multiple picks uh if you want to be good right now we could do something with gordon hayward even or al horford like we all have all these assets all the different ways to do it And are more committed to getting Anthony Davis than any other star in the league. You've seen how many stars we've passed over. Could have traded for Jimmy Butler. Could have traded for Paul George. Could have traded for a lot of stars. Anthony Davis is the one we want. We we will still be committed to getting him this summer. I just don't want to promise you an offer that if circumstances change. But I just want to give you a sense of where we stand. That we are extremely committed to trading for Anthony Davis. Whether or not he pledges to re-sign.
0: Well, real quickly here, Rich Paul, uh, you know, Boston, I I can tell you, I mean, I'm not going to rule out re-signing. But you know, from from what uh, my client tells me and what I have made public, the Knicks or the Lakers are the uh, preferred destination at this point in time. He does want to win. I'm not going to rule out re-signing. Uh, there's a lot of this risk with Kyrie too. So uh, you know, we're I would I would caution you not to throw in too much because you know we're pretty iffy. Achy. Obviously, could be a free agent in the summer of 2020.
4: Uh, Lakers here. As long as Rich Paul's here, could you uh, transfer us in the office to uh, your coworker LeBron? James we have a, a question we want to know whether he thinks that that we should try and push in to try and beat this Knicks offer to try to trade for Anthony Davis now or whether he'd uh, rather us wait uh, to try and no no, no no
0: let's let, let's wait let's let's just uh, let's hold on Alonzo Ball and and Brandon Ingram and Kyle <laughs> Cruz I, I think we could win with those guys there's no reason to no reason to trade for a star now
4: Uh, My question was more so maybe wait just for this summer for Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard, Kyrie Irving, even uh, who you're uh, all of a sudden Instagram buddies with. Um, in two years, we could try and sign Anthony Davis. Look at, I kind of think Anthony go, Davis go going to him. the Knicks. Go get him! Right they're going to mess it up.
0: Go, go get him right now. We have to. I mean, okay. this is this. Okay. I mean, we could we could compete with the Warriors this year if uh, if we can get AD. And you know, I'm no spring chicken, so we we got to get. We can't wait until the summer of 2020. i mean, 36.
4: What about twenty nine summer of 2019 for Kawhi or Durant?
0: Uh, it doesn't seem like those guys are going to come. To be honest, it's okay. certainly not Kawhi. I mean, the, the, uh, so, and and I mean, we've played this game for a couple of years now. We didn't get anyone last summer. I mean, if we can get him, let's get him. And I think you know, between me and AD, I think that could be a championship core, and we can just build around them. I don't think we need to worry about the third star and. You know, I mean, if we have a 100 percent chance of getting him throw in whatever you need to throw in, in my opinion, not that I would ever exert any influence <laughs> over management. But, uh, you know, if you're just coming to me for advice, uh, you know, that's what I would advise.
4: The Lakers here, Pelicans, uh, you know, we're willing to add uh, we can add uh, Zubots. I mean. Does that put us over the top? What
2: else can we we add to beat this Knicks offer? Well, Josh Hart is probably the best thing you can add. We we value him a lot, just like you guys do. Okay, so all four of our –
4: well, how about we add Zubats and Hart and then take out one of Ball, Ingram, or Kuzma? Okay. Uh, Whoever you view as the weakest of those. Uh, Ingram, yes.
2: Okay.
0: Well, so does does that now? You're saying that if they throw in some piddling guy like that, who like might be a starter someday, that's beating our offer. Come on.
2: All right. What else can we do with draft pick wise, Lakers? Because we, oh. we we're very likely getting a top pick from the Knicks. Yeah. So we
4: can throw in a a second, or you know, we hmm.
2: a what if what, what a
4: second for, <laughs> a, a second first round pick? Okay. A, second
0: round. <laughs> a second first round <laughs> pick. <laughs>
4: Uh, or, or maybe, maybe we take the, uh, the lottery protections off of this year's pick. I mean, uh, we're losing a ton of depth here. We're sure this will make us better in the long run, but there
2: could be some rockiness this year. I mean, I like taking the, the protect lottery protection off this year's pick, but I like getting a second, first round or more. That would also be lottery protected. Yeah.
4: So it'd be two lottery protected or you could have this year's unprotected.
2: I mean, the odds that you guys are going to jump up very high, you're, you're going to have, you know, the 13th or 14th pick. And yeah, that, that is better than we expect in the future. The, the lottery odds really only apply to the middle of the lottery, not so much to the back end. Because sure. the doesn't want to incentivize teams to miss the playoffs for the chance of getting a top five pick. So what if we
4: promised to fire Luke Walton now, hire Mark Jackson? Would that improve <laughs> how you view our draft pick? <laughs> oh no
2: no comment <laughs> uh
0: well that so i mean, I mean are, are we i mean is is this pelicans is if they do this is that really gonna make their offer better than ours as the next
2: i mean it's 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 a tough comparison because they're they're very different deals it's the volume of the pelicans deal we we value lonzo and maybe even kyle kuzma more than kristaps porzingis when you look at you know their salaries. Uh, what, you know, the, the fact that we're not having to take back any bad salary, we're going to have cap space next summer when Contavius Caldwell Pope's deal expires, but obviously we're not getting the top five pick that we're very likely getting from the Knicks. I mean, maybe this is a moment where we all pause, we pause and just weigh in uh, is ourselves on, on what do we think of these two deals relative to each other? And do we like do we like either of them better than waiting on the Celtics and
0: and, and then have Dell Dumps choose whichever one we collectively <laughs> think is worse? <laughs> is, is that how we're going to do this? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess it goes back to what you think of these Lakers young players, and, and you know, are are you? I could see Demps liking the Lakers deal better because there's a little bit more job savings there. There's a little bit more idea of potentially still being competitive with Drew Holiday. You get the, these young guys. You can kind of you know hope to at least not be a terrible team uh, the next couple of years. I mean, well, see that, That's interesting
3: yeah. though because I, I see it a little bit differently because of Porzingis. I could see that as Del Demps buying himself another year because, yeah. hey, we need to see how this works out. Porzingis is this spectacular talent. We can retain him it's not that big of you know it's not that big of a deal the this the savings you know for the pelicans for next year that cap space probably wouldn't be valuable you know in the the extra year for hardaway maybe but they could always get around that but it does really tie in with how you how you see the lakers players and also how you see them together because theoretically they could split those guys apart in other trades but you know they're then you're going to need other teams to be really interested in them so if it were me i would be more interested in the Knicks the Knicks offer i would push as hard as humanly possible to try to get that pick is unprotected and just just squared up but i understand why that might not be possible
0: yeah i mean to me that knicks offer has two chances at a superstar and the lakers probably offer has zero
4: honestly i i like the knicks offer better too but i i don't know what the pelicans would think i I think again that's back to Nate's point of maybe for predicting what the pelicans would do we should take the one that none of us likes
2: i mean the one thing you hear a lot in the league is concern about Porzingis' health going forward and if you max him out this summer and and that goes wrong. There's a lot more downside with the Knicks offer, I think, especially if that ends up being, you know, the sixth pick because they play better with Anthony Davis the rest of the season.
3: Well, and that ties in actually with the other idea, which is maybe they wouldn't do it right away, but the Lakers offer makes it a lot more palatable to trade Drew Holiday over the summer. Like, let's say it doesn't work out super well, then you because then you can go on a full on youth movement. Whereas with the Knicks offer, you kind of you kind of get a little bit locked in with Drew and Porzingis as good as those guys could be together, you're kind of a little bit more boxed in
0: good point yeah yeah i mean you could have a pretty like you could realistically have a playoff team though with porzingis holiday and then whoever you draft to, with that pick you know i mean that that's a pretty solid nucleus going forward um uh, that you can build around to me so that's i i am not particularly inclined as the knicks now going back into character to throw more in i mean i think you're i mean when's what's the last trade and, and porzingis i mean Health issues aside, and you know, I'm sure those will go away immediately once he's with that New Orleans medical staff. But he he still has more upside. I mean, he's a huge name as well, someone that you can like t- sell tickets with in New Orleans. Like that's big. I mean, so I'm uh I I still think my offer is the best one out there as the Knicks.
2: I think ultimately I would probably go with the Knicks offer but it's it's some interesting packages you know it's well, a, it's an interesting I want to ask
0: Kevin, Kevin I want to ask you a
3: question how as the Pelicans how seriously are you taking Boston in this compared to the other two you you have on the table
2: I mean, I think there's, and we're seeing here the the path towards the the Pelicans making a deal now and not waiting on Boston, which is they're not getting a very firm assurance from the Celtics of what the offer is going to be this summer, and you just want to take the certainty of getting this deal now, especially you know from the Knicks because of the fact that they won't be able to realistically offer Porzingis this summer, which would require a sign and trade. Uh, I you know I think that it's kind of the the bird in the hand over two in the bush. Yeah. I mean, the other,
0: the other nice thing about that Knicks offer too is, uh, you know, you're now going to be really bad the rest of the year. You know, you're not really getting back guys who are necessarily going to play much. So now you can get your draft. Pick. You can't get in the top five probably, but you could maybe get the six or seven seed in the lottery. <laughs> you, Pels and Memphis, we'll see what happens with their guys <laughs> will be, uh, competing heavily, uh, for those coveted six and seven slots uh, in the lottery. But at least you, you know, you're helping your own draft pick a little bit more as well. You're getting Porzingis is the main piece and he's probably not going to play at all this season.
2: Yeah, and my original construction as I was thinking about this deal was being willing to offer the, the Knicks swap rights on this year's pick. Uh, so that way, you know, if the Knicks won the lottery, I, obviously I would not want a top one to protect that. But this is a better deal because now I've got two lottery picks.
0: All right, so what's a, what's the, uh, let's finalize it up here. It's so weird, though, to have AD spending the rest of the year on, like, a team that's 10-37 and 37 <laughs> right now. <laughs> yes, uh, yes it is. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, it's. Darren Williams trade is kind of similar to that in some ways. Yeah. Um, so, what's the final conception here? We got Tim Hardaway, Courtney Lee,
2: Chris Porzingis, and Luke Cornett for uh the the version i put together is davis wesley johnson shek diallo and ian clark which therefore is uh four for four and almost even in terms of salary
0: okay and then also the top one protected 2019 first round pick
2: which converts to 2020 and 2022 top one protected first round picks
0: all right we got that written down Woof, man uh i'm exhausted this is (laughs) we got we got the whole rest of the league to do here um i mean real quickly since you know we're talking about it now how realistic is this i mean is this the type of package you could see actually being accepted i mean it's it's crazy to think about that the the knicks uh, with all this futility that they've had you know could end up getting at but it really does seem like they have the best offer i i happen to think that maybe a team like toronto you know could get in there a little bit more than we're talking about um But yeah, I mean, if it really is Porzingis and a top one protected pick this year, that's pretty damn good.
3: Well, I want to mention one thing. I'm surprised that Frank Nokina wasn't in this deal or like Frank or Knox, like those guys would definitely help the Knicks, but I don't think they're essential for this like 80 plus question mark vision. Yeah. So that's an element that I'm a little bit surprised wasn't, especially considering the Lakers offer, like the strength of that was volume. But, you know, I, I, it's still a strong offer. It's just, it's a little bit different in character than I
0: expected. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think probably, that's one of those. Yeah, sorry, go. Ahead. I
2: think that's one of those cases where we're a little bit different than reality. Like, I don't think Kevin Knox is very likely to be a useful NBA player, or or Nilakina for that matter. So I'm viewing them as not even that strongly positive salary, quite frankly. Whereas I, I think more likely, you know, a, a, the Pelicans front office will still see the uh, high lottery pick sheen.
0: Well, and also, I mean, as the Knicks, I. I thought about throwing those guys in. I probably would have if push came to shove, but there wasn't a better offer out there. I mean, the offer I had was good enough. Why throw those guys in if I didn't have to?
4: One thing that I think was tricky about this, and it was tricky because Nate was Rich Paul and the Knicks, but I also think this would be tricky in real life because Rich Paul represents LeBron and Anthony Davis. But is Rich Paul, if LeBron wants Anthony Davis on the Lakers, is Rich Paul going to let there be a bidding trade war between the Knicks and Lakers, uh, where wherever Anthony Davis ends up is going to be substantially weakened by that?
0: Yeah, and I think you know the the reporting to the extent that there is some. You know, Windhorse has talked about this a lot that you know rich paul is his own man and they're he'll try and help out lebron maybe if he can but he's trying to do what's best for his client and what his client wants so uh you know it's hard to say i mean i I think that's just kind of an unknown of like how much he actually is going to just do what lebron wants i mean if that's what he's ultimately going to do is agent business in theory could fail you know that's the point that Windhorse was making so i i'm not sure how to account for that so i tried to just kind of make it just stick Mm -hmm. with what's been publicly reported as pretending to be rich paul here um. Okay. So one more time, that deal. Just so we get it marked down.
2: Tim Hardaway, Courtney Lee, Kristaps Porzingis, and Luke Cornett, plus 2019 uh, first round pick two through thirty. Otherwise, 2020 and 2022 first round picks, top one protected for Anthony Davis, Wesley Johnson, Diallo, and Ian Clark.
0: Oh man well enjoy the rest of your season ad <laughs> but he'll uh he'll just be by i mean i guess it's hey he really could benefit different.
3: from some extended time off i mean you yeah that, that would be pretty beneficial for him maybe
0: yeah that finger injury just just got a lot worse well, i mean uh, just with
3: all of all of his cumulative stuff i mean just i mean it could help
0: all right yeah no i i mean i i'm gonna agree with you and is it really much different than it would have been in new orleans with them looking pretty unrealistic for the playoffs now maybe not so uh all right Let's uh, take a quick break here and then we'll get into the rest of this. Still got to talk about the Grizzlies guys, uh, everyone else we talked about in the intro right after this here. It's been great to reunite with my old friends, Dan and KP and great to have our old friends movement back on the show as well as Valentine's day coming up. They know exactly what you should get that special someone curated Valentine's day gift boxes complete with a perfectly matched watch and bracelet or watch and strap movement now has introduced jewelry to their collections my wife has really enjoyed movement watches my mom actually got them for my cousins for their birthdays a watch is something that you're going to wear every day their clean minimal design and high quality is something that i've always really appreciated and prices start at just 95 dollars and you can get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns by going to movement.com, mvmt.com slash cap space. See why movement keeps growing. Check out their expanding collection at movement.com slash cap space. Go to that URL, take a look at what they have. I would be very surprised if you don't find something that really appeals to you or your significant other movement.com slash cap space, join the movement and let us know with that slash cap space URL that you came from us. Okay. So AD is off the board. I think the next place that we really have to address is the Memphis Grizzlies. We're making Mike Conley and Marcus both available. Our priorities, we'd like to get off of Chandler Parsons in a deal. And with Conley, we're looking for, you're going to have to move the needle for us, right? So it's probably a solid pick and a solid young prospect or two solid first round picks for Conley. Not too much bad salary coming back uh And Gasol, you know, we realize the price of him is going to be a little lower because he could be a free agent. But, I mean, these are franchise icons. It's going to be a big trouble in our market if we move these guys. We're going to look really bad. And, you know, we are going to have to maybe take back a premium for that if we're going to get a deal done. So uh, I will solicit offers.
2: Uh, uh, Pistons here. We're interested in Conley. And, unfortunately, we, have, we probably have to send back some bad salary to make it work. But uh, we're willing to do Reggie Jackson – plus John Luehr, plus Luke Kennard, and a 2020 lottery-protected pick.
0: 2020 lottery-protected?
2: Yes. Alternatively, we could do Reggie Jackson, plus Langston Galloway, plus Stanley Johnson, and Luke Kennard, but we would not want to offer a first-round pick in that deal
0: well so here here's the issue basically the bad salary you're sending back is almost more negative value than that first round pick is positive value like i don't think you could just dump those guys for expiring contracts and uh uh the first run pick so no i, I don't think i mean it's got to be something that we feel like is going to change things for us uh, as a franchise because you know we're going to get another good draft pick this year we could try to run it back and make the playoffs again and we'd love to retire mike conley's jersey here so you know it, it, i don't think you have the goods to, to get it done here pistons unless you throw in a second first rounder then we would think about it we're not really interested in any of your young guys when i talk about a prospect it's got to be better than someone like stanley johnson or or, or luke Kennard.
4: 76ers here we're interested in mike conley uh basing something on markel faults and we also have uh, with wilson chandler uh mike muscala we have enough expiring contracts where where we could give you give you
0: expiring contracts plus faults uh for conley so no pick involved here just expirings and faults
4: uh that would uh that's what we're offering we're willing to talk about a pick but uh you know we think faults still has a lot of potential and could grow in a place like memphis
0: so, uh, how are we on, uh, we may not feel that way about Fultz. I mean, I think Fultz, if you're just going to trade him in a vacuum, he's probably not even worth it, a first-rounder. And, you know, I realize Conley is making over $30 million the next two years after this, but I mean, he's played at an all-star level this year. He's not incredibly reliant on athleticism. We think he's going to age pretty well. He's certainly, I think, a better value on essentially like a two-year $63 million deal than guys that you're going to get in the offseason and free agency for most teams. So we think he's still a positive value, to be sure, even with that big number. Um, so Fultz by himself, that's that's not gonna get it done. I mean I think we're he's just such a wild card at this point that it we need something that's going to look a little bit better now i mean what we could maybe talk about although i guess we run into issues of salary matching now is we could maybe give you uh, Jamichael green or garrett temple as well in this deal to help you guys get a little bit more depth um and but again you know i mean i think if if we're going to do something like that we're we're, for you guys especially we're thinking something along the lines of like two first round picks
4: yeah i think it's going to be tough for us to bridge the gap if you don't view faults as uh worthy of even a first rounder i mean we're not trying to yeah. say he's worth a high first rounder but if you don't think he's worth a first rounder at all uh, i think that's gonna be too difficult to overcome
0: i mean is there anyone who thinks that at this point though i mean it, we'll see maybe we could revisit this later I mean, if you guys but it, probably not we're going to try and get move on from this and get the best deal we can or just hold on um i mean with the the tenor of these deals so far holding on is looking a lot more attractive at this point
3: Jazz here. A quick aside to the Pelicans. We are more interested in Drew Holiday than we are Mike Conley. If, you know, assuming the asking price was similar, but is Drew Holiday available or are you keeping him to play with Porzingis?
2: We're keeping him. We plan to continue to, uh, to compete.
3: Okay, that's totally fine. Memphis, let's talk. Uh, so we do not have a ton in the way of young at, of young young players. We do have we do have draft picks. We're not we would we would not include more than one in any circumstance. We probably want some basic protection, but we know where our team is this year, so it's not that big of a concern. We we could build a deal around Derek Favors, who has a very good team structure for you with the contract because it's non-guaranteed. So you can keep him around or you can let him go, depending on how that works. We also have Ricky Rubio, who can step in. You know, he's not Mike Conley, but he could really help you. And then, you know, there are a lot of a lot of other kind of permutations that are out there. We have Tabo Cephalosha, we have Grayson Allen, but that's kind of the structure. We're not going to give you we don't have these like premium young assets, but we could help your team and you get you still get names which i know is important to you and we just want to see how
0: you feel about it well i think dante exum and a first round pick we might we might be starting to get there at so that you're point.
3: thinking you're thinking favors exum first
0: um yeah you know I, I mean you might want to trade rubio instead i mean you guys kind of still need favor oh yeah
3: we're we're fine doing that too we just we're just just kind of getting a sense of it
0: Yeah. I mean, I think Exum, a first round pick, you know, maybe you can throw Grayson Allen in there for us as well. Um, you know, I I think that would be, so Rubio, Exum, Allen, first round pick, you know, that's, that's at the point where we'd start to really think about it, but is, is there anyone else out there? I mean, I think that that strikes me at least as relatively fair, you know, Exum's a number five overall pick. So that's a, there's a, a little bit of value there. He hasn't really had a chance to kind of run the show. We can give him that over the next couple of years. He's making nine million the next two years. Um, any other offers out there that you know, are are similar to that jazz offer, or, or you, that you think could beat it? I mean, I think we all agree that's better than the Philly offer. That's better than the Detroit offer. Wow, that's it. Nobody else interested in Mike Conley? Pacers not interested in Mike Conley? Yeah, we were
4: interested before Oladipo got hurt, but we don't really see the the value in pushing in for Conley right now.
0: Well, I mean, Conley's been better than Oladipo this year. If you get him, you could be right back where you were with Oladipo in terms of contending this year. And then when Oladipo comes back, you could really have a good team.
4: Uh, we were counting on Oladipo to get healthier as the season went and be better uh, and give us a stronger punch in the playoffs just to get back where we were. I don't know. I, I don't think that's good enough in this Eastern Conference to be certainly not to be favored against anybody and, and to give up what you're looking for for what the Jazz are offering. Uh, it's not that we're not interested. We're just not that interested
0: okay anybody else out there for mike conley all right well i'll tell you what jazz let me i tentatively will agree to this deal i want to see what ends up happening with marcus though you know that's uh those two guys are kind of in tandem at this point in time so so what's out there for gasol i mean i think like maybe there's some team that would like really like Gasol and conley or something like that so i but we're i think unless some greater offer emerges in these discu- Gasol discussions I, I think we can probably tentatively agree on that um who's out there for marcus looking for uh you know at least something that's going to look good like a a solid first round pick for him not too much terrible salary going back Chandler Parsons you could take on Gasol and Parsons Pistons here yes
2: we'd be willing to do Andre Drummond straight up for Gasol
0: huh that's interesting so Drummond has two years left at about 27 million per last year as a player option (sighs) I'm not sure how well Drummond fits with what we're trying to do. By the way, how crazy is it that it, what is Drummond a two time all star and Gasol is three? That like, <laughs> that's like centers, a little bit of man. a conference disparity there. Uh, hmm. Andre Drummond straight up for Gasol. It's an interesting one.
2: According to this trade machine, this trade hurts both teams.
0: <laughs> um. What else is out there? I, you know, I'm not sure Drummond fits in with what we're trying to do. I mean, I think we're acknowledging if we're going to move Conley and Gasol that we're not going to be good for some time here. So Drummond is kind of this mid-tier guy who, you know, will help us get to like 33 wins. Uh You know, I'm not sure how much of an appeal that is there. I don't know how much of an appeal there is with ownership. As well, we're very close to the tax. We're not going to be making any money. So we may w- be more interested in cutting salary than adding long-term salary for Gasol. Um And getting the draft pick is helpful because it's a, a cost-control guy who's a little bit cheaper. But we'll chew, we'll chew on that one. What else is out there?
4: Hornets here. Uh, given what you just said, we're not as sure we're we're the right match, but we are interested in Gasol. We, you know, there's a lot of different ways we could make this trade work. We're willing to put in somebody like uh, Malik Monk contingent, you know, on what salary you take back. That's kind of part of it for us is unloading some salary uh, in the deal, but willing to give up a a young player and or pick along with that. But if that's not the direction you're trying to go, I'm not sure we're the right fit. Miles Bridges uh all of our young players except for Miles Bridges are are on the table
0: oh hmm well how about your first round pick this year top 4 protected
4: uh so you'd be taking Batum for sure. Uh, no, that's that's yeah. too
0: long. Batum, yeah, Batum see, is too long. But I mean, you know, Biombo, Marvin Williams. You know, Biombo is only one more year. Kilkrist, like we can't go two two years with Batum. You know, that's that's just too much. Uh, if we're, if but, we're
4: putting our our first round pick in there like that, then we'd want you to take Batum. But without the first round pick, or maybe with tighter protections, we, we could go back to uh, some of the players you just mentioned.
0: Well, I mean, if we're taking back Bianco, that's seventeen million next year in completely dead salary. I mean, that's almost worth a first round pick—not a top four protected first round pick—but that's almost worth a first round pick in and of itself. You've got Kemba Walker that you're trying to re-sign. Hopefully, Gasol will help you with that, but he could opt out. By the way, Marcus' agent here not too interested in staying in Charlotte. I, I'm uh, th- that's gonna pop in, but maybe you know they just want to try to make the playoffs this year and. Maybe you're willing to dump the salary. Uh, is that how you feel, Charlotte, for, to dump the salary for next year as well?
4: Yeah, I mean that's those are the biggest drivers. Ben, we'd like a chance to impress you, and and would hope you'd maybe opt in as optimist or uh, resign as optimistic. But maybe you'd opt in uh, and get the, all that money for one more year in Charlotte, and then we could see where we're at by that point.
0: Well, you guys also have tax concerns, so I think we'd have to take back a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um. So so you guys value Miles Bridges more than you would value this year's top four protected pick? Yes. Okay, so what would we have to take back to get that top four protected pick? And of course, for those who don't remember, top four Reason it's top four protected is when you when you jump up into the lottery. There's four slots available there, so that's why uh, that seems reasonable. Um, what would you want to send us back? Uh, with the caveat that we cannot take on any salary past 2020.
4: Yeah, so that might be kind of a catch because yes, you know uh, some of these guys like Marvin will. I mean, Biombo is the one that we'd for sure like to unload. Uh, but somebody like Marvin Williams, yes, he's overpaid, but he's still a contributor on our team. Uh, and so that's where it gets tricky with unloading the salary. Um, I really don't see a path where, unless you're taking Batum, us giving up that top four protected first round pick.
0: Utah, what do the salaries look like in that Conley trade? Because we're as the Grizz, we're also we've got some tax concerns here as well. We can't go and we, we are right up against it here. So and we're not going anywhere close to well, I shouldn't say close, but we will gri- not be going into the tax under any circumstances.
2: The Grizz save about four million in that trade. Yeah.
3: And if and if okay, you wanna and if you helps. wanna offload Javon Carter, because you're gonna have to cut guys anyway under our current construction, we'd love to have him.
2: Well, I mean I think that Memphis has probably got to try to look to move Temple and Jamichael Green and, and Justin Holliday first.
3: We'll find them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, we've, uh, this is really quite the sales effect in, in Memphis. Um, well, so I mean maybe if you guys are trying to make the playoffs this year, Charlotte, you know, maybe we could throw in some of these other guys uh, as well, um as as a way of making the salaries match a little bit more. But if we're, we're going to save money in that Utah trade, I think we're going to be okay as far as the tax. Um I mean, I guess I could see taking back kid Gilchrist, you know, so that's um kid Gilchrist is and Biombo is 30 million Gasol this year makes. 24 million so we would have to send back a little bit more as well could we just put um ben Mclemore in the deal to even out the salaries for this year i think that gets us pretty close to neutral and keeps both of us out of the tax
4: we're thinking maybe Jamichael green makes more sense than Mclemore.
0: yeah but but we're gonna be able to get value for him elsewhere uh so. also Mclemore's on, on the king's team <laughs> Yeah. oh yeah no who am i thinking of yeah he's not on the team <laughs> that that that's uh well, you think it's mac
3: well Ju- justin holiday can't be included in this trade but he could theoretically go because he can't be aggregated but he could go into a trade exception that charlotte has
0: ah perfect okay that would be fine do, does it match if it's just biombo and mkg for gasol is that a legal trade and then holiday going into the charlotte trade exception we can do both those yes all right I think i think that's pretty good there uh, Holiday might even play for you guys. You gotta give us two first, ro- or two second round draft picks to get him though, obviously. <laughs> we, we just pay, the, his value is the same, right? As, as when we paid two first round, or two second round draft picks for, for him uh, a month ago, right? He hasn't gone down at all. um no, I think I, I think that's a fair one. What do you think, Charlotte? Do you want to do it? I mean, the the tricky part
4: is, you know, not not that MKG is great value, but he plays for us. Like we're losing a a contributor,
0: dude. There. You're getting you're getting off a of thirteen million and in, in overpaid salary for next year and Biombo.
4: Well, not I if mean, we,
0: I think you're doing pretty good here, Charlotte.
4: Not if we keep uh, Gasol.
0: Well, okay, but you still don't have to pay MKG anymore. Like, you're sure. getting off of his salary. Like, that's a bad salary that we're taking back. I mean, I think if anybody, I think this is, deal is not great for us. Is there anyone else out there for who's interested in Gasol even? I mean, I think, you know, I would have to think long and hard about whether it's just worth the bad PR to even get this package back, frankly.
4: So, we're, we're at Biombo, Kid Gilchrist, uh, top four protected first rounder for Gasol and Holiday. Holiday.
0: Yeah, that's yep. that's where we're at right now. Um, I think
4: I think we'd do that. I think Holiday would be a, enough of a stand-in for Kid Gilchrist for the rest of this season uh, that we would do that.
0: All right. Well, so I can't officially agree yet. So I mean, I, I know this is annoying, but in real life, we'd be concurrently having these conversations with everyone. But sure. is there anyone else out there for Marcus soul who's who's willing to beat that offer? He is doesn't. He yeah.
3: doesn't fit with any of my teams. So no.
0: Yeah. No, um, I mean, yeah. Yeah. ahead.
4: I I don't know if this makes a huge difference. I just want to specify that the uh, top four protected first. Uh, what would the, just what would that become with in the I mean we could I'm not worried about quibbling over how many years but just does that become an unprotected or does that become second rounders
0: uh, no it, I think it could just continue on as the top four protected first
4: oh I'm, I'm fine with that I'm just saying at some point
0: uh, as long as it bec- well, you're okay with it do, becoming
4: second rounders i'm okay with that. well
0: let's let's do three years of that top four protection sure uh, i mean and this year it seems you know very right. unlikely i mean I, you know it, charlotte could in theory get into that the next couple of years um
4: yeah. I, I just wanted to make sure that that we knew it's going to become second rounders whenever that i don't want to get into deeply how well many years. i mean l-
0: let's let's look at it this way though charlotte if it's top four protected and it gets there three years in a row you've gotten three top four picks in a row i think at that point maybe you can agree to make it like you know top one protected the next year or something like it we can't do it where it's just going to turn into second rounders. that's that's i mean if you're really top four three years in a row like that's you're, that's not enough draft picks for you
4: i mean we're not we're not gonna be so don't worry about it,
0: it that's what uh The Suns uh, and the Magic thought about the Lakers. Uh, So, no, I mean, I think it it would have to go down to, like, top one protected than, I think, the the next year or something. I mean, something where we eventually get a first rounder. I think that's got to be.
4: I mean, if we were going to hash this out, I don't know how deeply you want to get it. I think one thing that would be important to Charlotte is uh, maybe the protections would be stronger during what looks like it's going to be that double draft when high schoolers can come. Uh, I, I think there might be some up and down in those protections if we're projecting it out
0: yeah i don't think this makes for good radio i I, think we'll, we'll, I mean well will you just agree that we'll find some way in which it eventually will be a first rounder in some capacity
4: is we, we can make the protections where it's highly likely it is Jesse, say yes feldman the only thing i don't <laughs> want to do is give up an unprotected first round pick uh, or the possibility of it that's my only concern
0: okay we can we how about we top one protect it that's for fine after after three years we top one protect it for infinity you know seven years out or something is that okay
4: <laughs> well not with the nba but it's fine with me
0: yeah well seven years out sure. would be okay yeah okay good now to decide whether to cut that whole thing out or not um <laughs> <laughs> okay so i think utah we're gonna do that deal too let's let's mark these down i think that's actually not terrible value for uh gasol and conley frankly given their salaries and their production i mean to get Exum two first rounders for those guys we did have to take back some bad salary for next year which is not amazing uh that puts us over the cap now for next year most likely oh no actually i think we'll no, now we still would have cap room i think because we won't have conley anymore but not a ton i mean we're not gonna if we uh, w- but we're not gonna be in danger of the tax next year it doesn't look like so that's really all that that matters and uh you know we'll start to rebuild around uh jaron jackson and dante Exum. And we still have Temple and Jermichael Green that we can uh, look to move later as well. But I think that's a a pretty good start here. Let's just go through those deals again real quickly before we move into uh, part two.
3: Well, so the the deal with the Jazz is Mike Conley for Ricky Rubio, Dante Exum, Grayson Allen, and Utah's 2019 first round pick.
0: Okay, um, no production on that one.
3: I mean, we could do top four.
0: Yeah, that that seems reasonable. That's probably yeah. what it would be. Is it yeah, in yeah. Real, reality is top four. Uh, and then we've got Marcus and Justin Holiday for Michael Kidd Gilchrist, Bismack Biyombo, and Charlotte's 2019 top four protected first rounder which will be top four protected for three years and then top (laughs) one protected for four years. (laughs) All right. So those Conley get sold trades. What did you guys think of those? Uh, Realistic? Good for Memphis? Good for Utah? Good for Charlotte? Uh, What are your thoughts?
2: I I think Utah is definitely one of the most interesting fits for Conley. I I think my one question there is whether Memphis would look at Exim as negative salary with that long-term deal and, and just prefer to get Derek favors uh drive drive a harder bargain for that expiring contract but you know i think that general framework whether it's you know some combination of two of three of favors exim and rubio with Allen and a first round pick makes a lot of sense
0: what do you think dan i mean you (laughs) you obviously made the deal but uh, yeah i mean charlotte
2: i i i agree with kp on, on the
4: utah trade i think it Utah makes sense as a place for him and could be motivated to do it. I Part of me was surprised that there weren't better offers for Conley, but when you really look at it, the teams that would benefit from him or a player of his caliber, it's really hard to be good without already having a good point guard. So I think there is going to be a narrow market. I, I think that's something that the way it worked in our mock trade deadline is going to be reflected in reality.
0: Well, the other thing I think is just not being discussed with Conley at all is that, yeah, he's playing at an all-star level this year, but, I mean, he's missed two of the last four years basically with these this Achilles issue, which, you know, I mean, th- there's a feeling that, like, Achilles don't necessarily get better. It's really hard for it to heal once it's injured. So he's a pretty big injury risk there, you know, these these next couple of years going forward. But, yeah, I mean, I, th- I, I do think Indiana, you know, being hurt by the— uh, we were hurt by them not being in there, but Utah and Indiana seem like the only real, realistic suitors uh, for me. Um, uh, Danny, what did you think uh, about e- either the Conley or the Gasol Trade?
3: Well, so with Utah, it was tough because. I my goal was to try to get a player who could help the team without giving up a ton of of real like asset value. And I think that this does accomplish it. The injury risk was there. And sure, it'd be great if it was a forward. But I just didn't think it was realistic to take, let's say, the non expiring part of this. So Exum, who I don't consider a positive value in his contract personally, Grayson Allen and a a, a 19 first. I don't think you're going to get that much for it. And yeah, you lose some financial flexibility with with Conley because he's paid a bunch of money over the next couple of years. So it's imperfect, but I actually think it's a it's a reasonable way of doing it. The Charlotte trade, it makes I, I think it makes more sense for me from Memphis's standpoint than Charlotte's. But that's also because I see Barcasol Sol differently than Memphis does. You know, they're getting a first round pick out of this. And Biombo. like it, it's really the the question here is a, a, maybe more of a Robert Parra one, but is I don't think they would have used the flexibility created by theoretically if Gasol opted out and left. Like, I don't think they would have used that for something hugely valuable. So from their perspective, taking on Biombo and seeing that as a sacrifice where they get a pretty sweet first round pick out of it, you know, maybe Charlotte makes the playoffs, but even then it's going to be, you know, the teens could be even be in the top 10 that has some real value for them. And I think, I think it's a good deal for that. I understand why Dan did it to Charlotte. I also think it was a good reflection of where they might be thinking, but I like that trade more from Memphis perspective personally.
0: Yeah. Just the feeling that the draft pick like could be, you know, lower end of the top 10. Um, yeah. I mean, it could be, number 15 or 14 as well so that's i think that the hope would be if they get gasol they're going to really improve a lot i mean for me I, do you guys think that that return in real life i mean i think we all agree that that's something that memphis they're not going anywhere you might as well get value for those guys but you know we're not beholden to the same market concerns uh that they are with conley and gasol do you think realistically that's enough for them to be able to feel like they can sell that move to their fan base or is it, if those are the offers do they just not get moved?
2: I think probably less so with Gasol than with Conley because you can sell. We got a first round pick and then, an, you know, we got a former lottery pick in Exum and another first round pick on the way. Like that's, that's, you know, you can sell that. I think the, the Charlotte package is a little harder since you're taking on so much bad salary. But, uh, you know, I, uh, yeah. But the you could at least say already...
0: with Gasol, with Gasol, you could be like, well, he was going to leave as a free agent. Conley, you don't necessarily right. have that excuse.
2: I mean, I think once you you put these guys on the block, unless they had just unrealistic expectations for what they were going to get, they kind of committed to like there's not going to be a a really happy ending for them here.
0: No, I mean, but they could just decide, hey, you know, what, or or like convince themselves the offers will improve later, which, you know, they're not necessarily going to. I don't think uh, for for Conley in particular, obviously, and Gasol obviously can opt out in theory. If he opts in, maybe they could look to move him again.
4: Yeah, I think one of the most telling things is that Robert Pera told Conley and Gasol, hey, we are shopping you. That's usually not a step ownership or management will take unless ownership or management believes a trade really will happen. Uh, so I kind of think if these are the best offers oh, or something on this level, even if it doesn't look exactly like that for the concerns Danny brought up for the Grizzlies, I kind of think they'll take it.
0: All right. Well, this has been quite the rollicking Start here. So big names are traded, and we have lots more to get to on tomorrow's show. Till then.
1: At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365.